magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Lovinger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. I feel like I said my name weird. I feel like I it sounded like I said Lovinger. Do you want to do it again? Just no, practice? No, it's okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. <laughs> letting everyone know. <laughs> I knew it. I saw it. It actually no. is it's pronounced Lovinger. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> um, anyway, how are you doing? Doing good. I'm still integrating after going to Omega this last weekend. It was oh, so yeah. fun and so beautiful. And oh, I just really loved the whole thing. And like I haven't had a day off now for like since the last time we did oh, a gosh. podcast recording. Because <laughs> I just came doing? well, I just came straight back and then just got back to work, you know. It yeah. was Monday and so I haven't really quite integrated yet. I feel just like I've been working nonstop and like cleaning and yeah. it's still somehow messy and I don't, it's just, you know, still in Yeah. I feel like I've been doing a lot of cleaning too lately. Just like still in that Virgo organizing cleaning mode. Yeah. So when you say you got back to work, like you're working on a, are you working on another book? Uh, I am. I haven't had time to work on that this week, oh. but I mean, you know, like got to the social media on Monday oh, and getting the show notes up and yeah. I don't what do yeah getting ready for the good vibe tribe web chat on Tuesday and then like sending out still the good vibe tribe email from Sunday and I just have a lot of like weekly yeah tasks tasks <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. do you what how was the tell can you tell us a little more about the workshop like oh yeah it was, what, was um it was holistic energy magic. And so we met on Friday night and all day, like twice on Saturday and then Sunday morning before I traveled back. And um, it was so fun. We did, we worked with our intuition. We did a bunch of visualizations and manifestations. We met nice. our animal spirit guide and <laughs> All kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, you led them on that Mm -hmm. journey. Yeah, it was a group of nine, and everyone was just so wonderful. And it was, Uh, it it seemed like a great little community. That's so great. Yeah, do you think they made friends with each other? I do. I feel like they did. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I saw a hedgehog. Did you know hedgehogs just hang out in New York? Or maybe do you have them? And I was going to be like, wait, we have a lot of groundhogs. (laughs) This was. I'm pretty a sure hedgehog. this was a hedgehog. Yeah, they were kind of <laughs> like, like spiky and yeah, um, just he was oh. eating grass. Like, oh my god, so, so cute. cute! I know, I got a video of him. Oh my god, groundhogs are super cute too. Did oh, you know about no, that? I don't know about groundhogs. They're I don't basically think like what you just described, oh. except without spikes. Oh, oh my god, they are so cute. And there's this one like on our corner. There's three hedgehogs that all hang out together and they like run around but the sad thing about it is that groundhogs are really slow oh and they hang out like around well maybe they're not really slow but i don't know they hang out around the street like they're always like on the side of the road eating interesting and so you see a lot of dead 
groundhogs. Uh, and it's sad. I think maybe one of the three was murdered by a car. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's sad, but they're so cute. I mean, uh, I can't stand how cute they are. It's almost too much. I'll have to look up videos of groundhogs. Yeah. I bet they, I'll look up hedgehogs because I bet they're I'll similar. send you the video I took of this little guy. Oh my gosh. So cute. I'm already <laughs> excited. <laughs> he was just, then he, I walked up to him and he just kept looking me in the eye while eating the grass. <laughs> he wasn't oh intimidated God. at all. That is so cute. Yeah, I feel like they must be. I'm sure Brett knows all about all animals. If he oh, was really? here, he could. T- oh, yeah, he knows. His dad was a biology teacher. Oh. Brett is our producer and my husband. Um, So he, yeah, he knows every animal and he would probably say, I don't know every animal, but he really does. A and bugs, it. too. He loves oh. bugs. And so the kids love bugs, too. That's neat. It's good. Yeah. I've become, I used to be, re- I used to really not like bugs, oh. but since I've been with him, I now feel affinity for them, yeah. even if I don't want them crawling on me. Right. Which I, I don't. They're so interesting. <laughs> Neither do I. But they're, <laughs> they're, most of the time I don't. I sometimes actually do like when bees land on me, though, because uh, I like do you? Sorry, like, I, I like it when, just to know, like, they don't want to sting me as long as I see it and I don't mm-hmm. make any sudden moves, then mm-hmm. you can just, there's like something thrilling about that to me. Yeah. Well, it's ironic you brought that up because I got bitten by a wasp. No, oh, no. stung. Ow. Stung. I wasn't bitten. Oh my gosh. It was so. I have never been stung by a wasp, but it seems like it would hurt so much. It was terrible. Oh. And it looked, I still have this big mark on my stomach and it looked just like a bee so I thought it was done with his stinging oh but I I still screamed for Brett and he came over and I was like just get him off he's done stinging he's like no he's not done that's a wasp and it was huge it was like an inch and a half long oh Oh my gosh it was really scary and I was so proud of myself too because I was out there (laughs) cutting up um like trimming the bushes, which I usually leave for Brett to do. But I was like, you know what? I'm taking care of this myself. And then I go do it and get stung stung by a wasp. But um, this leads us to, we are talking about our week because we like to catch up, of course. And also we picked two cards Mm -hmm. and we like to see if they aligned. You want me to say what they yeah. were? Mm-hmm. The lady of <laughs> the lady of lightning, and that's what I picked. And then you picked night and today, so they were like these like intense transformation cards. Right? Did you experience intense transformation? Yeah, well, I feel like, I, like I said, I'm still integrating, so I'm not super clear on it. But I do feel like the whole trip to Omega and back was a pretty big transformation for me because I've never taught a workshop on one thing for, you know, 11 and a half hours. And, oh, wow. And, like, the way that I moved through the flight and everything, like, in the past I have been, like, so intense on things like that, like, so intense on I need to be responsible and get there on time and uh-huh. make sure – so that it's, like, it actually causes distress. It's, like, yeah. a necessary degree of, um, you know, obsession Anxiety. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this time I really chose not to do that. And – I really remembered, like, this is just one thing in life. Like, it's <laughs> just yeah. to not get overly attached to it being yeah. 
Omega Institute or being like the, just kind of like being in the moment and choosing to do that, even though I had these long travel days with a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of shuttles involved, you know, mm, like just to kind of be yeah. wherever I was and to be grounded in the moment. And that is a huge deal for me. So yes. I think that is that part of that connected Transformation. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is really big. Yeah. What about you? you well, like- I am going to hint on a little bit of this in the energy report, but um, it definitely was a shakeup internally in terms of my body and going back to intuitive eating and the fuck a diet situation, um, which we've been doing and talking about a lot on this podcast. Um, should we sum up what that is in case anyone hasn't been listening? Yeah. And it's, yeah. You want to do it? Well, it's just <laughs> basically like anti-diet culture, not listening to the fat phobic message that we are given as a society and tuning into your own bodies and feeling what you naturally want. You're trying to like come back to that because we've been so programmed to think that we need to be skinny, skinny, skinny and, and ignore our body signals or even just like quote unquote healthy but health means so many different things for different people. So, yeah, and like our bodies may want to be any number of sizes, and that may be healthy for them. And this has been, yeah. if you have been listening, you know this has been <laughs> a huge deal for me. Like very transformational. I will always think of like before and after the fuck it diet for mm, sure. Wow. Yeah, That's big. Yeah, yeah. And we hopefully, if our technology goes right, we're actually going to have our second guest next week, who is an intuitive eating coach, and she's amazing. Her I'm really Molly. excited to talk to her. Yeah, she's so great. Um, anyway, so yeah, I kind of I don't want to say I went backwards because I just feel like it was. I feel like this is part of my journey. You know, it's like I tell everybody I see and all my friends when they are feeling this way, like it's a growth is a spiral, you know, and it's not straight up. And I kind of thought this might happen, you know, where I would go back. But I did just go back for a little bit. It was like, I just want to diet again Uh. because I don't. Well, it was multi, excuse me, multifold. I mean. Part of it was body related because I have I I haven't ever been um, this size before. It's larger than I've ever been, and it's just like uncomfortable for me to getting used to it. Mm-hmm. And probably because of diet culture, it's not like you know it doesn't actually cause my body discomfort. I'm actually very strong because I've been. The one thing I have been really great with is loving to exercise and listening to my body in that way, not to lose weight, but just to following what my body wants. So I am actually stronger than I've ever been, and I feel really good that way. But um, were you going to say something or did I? No. <laughs> um, yeah, so part of it was that. And then part of it is just like I haven't found the place where I am eating like things that are making my body feel good necessarily Uh, like finding my way to nutrition in a they call it gentle nutrition when you're doing intuitive eating but because I do eat just like tons of bread tons of pasta because that's what I like to eat but it's also like I do want vegetables more but I'm sick of salads you know Mm -hmm. so then I'm kind of like I don't know so then I'll just eat whatever so anyway it's just been like 
yes, transformational in terms of like trying to figure out like this line of how do you intuitively eat and eat healthy if you don't know what that is that you like to eat, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So you've been kind of going through that lately? Yeah. This week Uh, was really big, like in terms of that. Now, are you like a naturally healthy eater? I feel like I kind of am. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have before I read the fuck it diet, I didn't eat chocolate or really any added sugar at all to anything. And now I have been like, like at least once a day, I'll have a brownie or a chocolate bar or cookie or something. Uh Um, But I, yeah, I kind of naturally always have loved healthy food. Mm. So it's cute because your cat just jumped on the chair behind you and he's never done that before I feel like he's like she needs support (laughs) so like you just eat healthy foods like I kind of love healthy food like what do you eat we won't go too far into this but (laughs) I am very curious like how do you eat vegetables that's not in a salad oh (laughs) yeah you know what I was gonna tell you Um, when you said you're tired of salads something I love so much is like Honestly, my favorite food is buffalo cauliflower. Have you ever had buffalo cauliflower? No. It's like buffalo wings, but it's cauliflower instead of chicken. Oh, so do you make it? I do make it, or I get it at Native Foods. I don't know if you have a Native Foods by you. Mm -mm. They have really good um, cauliflower, crispy cauliflower dippers. But but yeah, I have a a recipe I'll send you. Oh, okay. I have tried many, and I found the one that I like the most. Greens. Solo, oh. your cat's about to get into the plant. Oh, it is non-poisonous, <laughs> this one. I only have non-poisonous plants. Okay. My cats um, pee in plants if I leave them out like that. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't do that. Um, but so, well, with the buff, you don't have to eat just buffalo cauliflower, but I oh, do uh-huh. have it with um, with cucumber sticks or, oh, okay. or sometimes carrots or sometimes celery. But I also love... Um, curry so i use my slow cooker a lot and get like a curry simmer sauce and put just any number of vegetables in there and eat it over brown rice because it's just like dinner i'm like well what am i supposed to do here so i just eat pasta oh yeah or um or or impossible burgers or whatever but oh yeah those are good the i have the vegan slow cooker a vegan slow cooker cookbook that i also really love oh i have that too i guess i just got a delve into it all I'll right i'm sorry if this is I'm... boring for people but <laughs> send me your recipes if yeah. anyone wants to send me um vegan or vegetarian recipes i mean i don't really eat dairy but i can substitute i would love to receive those and thug so, kitchen i think i've told you also i like thug kitchen thug kitchen you? yeah they oh, have a, i have their cookbook maybe. but they have a blog too and it's really funny but their food is also really good oh, and healthy okay um, yeah, you can email us regular questions too at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com or just send me recipes. <laughs> um, but speaking of questions, let's go on. I wonder if it was transformational that I got stung by a wasp. I know. I was wondering that too because it reminded me of the Lady of Lightning a little bit. It seems pretty oh, extreme. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was very extreme. Okay. So this is our segment where we read questions and we have one today and it is about chakras. So I will read it. 
Dear Tess and Natasha, beyond the standard seven chakras that we typically think of, I've heard mention of additional chakras. For example, Natasha has mentioned the feet chakras in a couple episodes. For me, the area of my body where I feel certain feelings often gives me more insight into the root of these feelings, depending on what chakra they are near. For example, tightness in my throat might indicate I need to speak my truth. In addition to the main seven chakras, my attention is regularly called to chakras in the palms of my hands, the bottoms of my feet, and my ankles, but I do not have any outside information as to what those chakras relate to. I have sensed the energy of my feet chakras as being red, violet, and having combined root crown chakra energy. Do you have any associations with lesser known chakras, for example, hands, ankles, ear chakras, etc.? Thank you for all the work you do. Love and magic, Pam. So, um, yeah, there's lots of other chakras. And there's this book that I love. It's actually by your publisher, Llewellyn. Is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. The Complete Book of Chakras by Cindy Dale. Oh, okay. Look, I'm going to show it to you in the thing. Oh, my God. It's like a Bible. It's a thousand pages. And And it's good? It's so amazing. I mean, I feel like I told Brett I want to make it my goal to finish this book before the end of the year i don't think that's possible because it's a thousand pages but um if you want to know everything about chakras pam go get this book does she talk <laughs> about other chakras besides the oh my gosh seven? Yes. oh interesting yeah um but i will say i mean i um as she's right i thought that maybe she got my meditation because in my meditation i talk about feet chakras oh which i still I... need to do your meditation i'm oh, so that's excited cool. um Actually, now I finally set up my welcome uh, email. Um, so if you sign up for my um, newsletter on my website, highestlighthealing.com, you get this meditation automatically when you sign yeah. up. And that is a win-win. You get <laughs> and two actually, awesome things. <laughs> thank you. It's a, <laughs> it's actually a chakra cleaning meditation. So, um, yeah, she um, talked about having different feelings. Yeah, there's different there's a lot of different, um, how do you want to say it? Like themes to each chakra. Um, like the third chakra is your identity, will, power, stuff like that, you know. Correspondences. Thank you. That's the word. That's the fancier, the more intellectual word. Um, I'm looking behind me because my other cat just turned on. Okay. Um, I know you have a lot to say too. You have a whole chakra course. I do. I but I do focus on the seven main chakras, but I am aware of some peripheral chakras for sure that I can talk about too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely chakras in your feet. The other ones that I work with regularly are I mean, it's interesting this book has such a complete book cuz I guess there's I did not realize this and it makes sense, but there's like so many different um like philosophies around chakra the different Mm. the way people use them and stuff and or different um names for them and things like that but there's like the hindu version the early western mystic version yeah Yeah. i need that book i definitely need it so good hopi chakras there's the whole like yeah native american use and african use and middle eastern anyway um but I often will use the soul star chakra, which is like sometimes called the eighth chakra. So it's above. Well, I was taught that there's at least two. You could say 12 
other five other ones that are used um, outside of your body. Oh, okay. So there's two below. There's like an Earth Star one, and then a Soul Star way above. Mm. Sometimes when I do readings, I'll. I mean, I usually do this. I connect our Soul Star chakras, um, me and the person I'm reading for, oh, and then I yeah. just separate it afterwards. Neat. Yeah, like just do a little line of light to connect us because it's where you get divine information. And yeah. Stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. And your feet chakra, you can talk about this too, but um, I see as being just more grounding chakras, like mm-hmm. more ways to get earth energy, more ways to plug into the earth. Yeah. And then hands to me are really connected to the heart chakra. It's oh. a way to project love through your hands. Also, you project just energy in general because I think of the energy coming from the cosmos through the crown and from the earth through the root meeting at the heart and then sending that light out through your hand. So you can like set an intention, connect with both of those earth and sky and then um, project, like set that intention and imprint the intention on the energy and then project it through your palms consciously. Mm, I like that. But you could also receive love through your hands and that's like a hug, your arms, your hands and your heart. And your belly, mm-hmm. like all your chakras really are involved mm-hmm. in a hug. Um, I often think of the hand chakras as create, create like the kind of creativity. Oh, chakras, yeah. Like, and power. And that yeah. would be like mudras, like all oh, the yeah. many, many magical yeah. mudras, which are hand gestures that have are associated with intentions and qualities of energy. Mm-hmm. And that's it, it. They are like your extremities. So it's a place of giving and receiving. Yeah. Energy. Yeah. Yeah. And it also connects to like your arm channels. So whatever's coming through your arm channels and that you want to create outward. And um, that book that you've mentioned a few times that has the Merkaba meditation in oh, it. Oh, yeah. The, um, they do those mudras. magic. Yeah. And um, I think I mentioned once here, I'm actually going to record that meditation for myself because it's so complicated, <laughs> that Merkaba oh, meditation. It is. Yeah. And I don't like having to interrupt by opening my eyes, you know, so I'm going to record it for myself so I can listen to That's it. That's a good idea. Yeah, because after I recorded that other meditation, I was like, oh, I should just record meditations for myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I can be, I like being led anyway in meditation. Um. But I think I told you one time during that meditation, some guy like handed me these very powerful, like, they, I can only describe them as like crystal points. They, they felt like crystals, but they were like double terminated or on each end. Ooh. And they, I can feel them even still now. It was like permanently given to me. What color were they? I they think were just white Mm. I think I mean yeah they were like clear I should say not white um like clear almost like clear quartz but I don't think that's what it was and I know I'm supposed to go back and talk to them and ask them what it's for but those meditations are so complicated I was like they are it's hard to get back there so that's why I'm gonna do that but anyway they put them in my hands and I feel like that's for a reason because those hand chakras are really powerful oh, yeah. to give and receive and emanate, like you were saying, send out into the world. 
like I can feel them really strongly going out into the world. Neat. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like with the hand chakras too, you can through both right and left receive and give energy, but also traditionally the left hand receives is better at yeah. receiving and the right hand is better at projecting because that's feminine and uh, masculine energy. Yeah. I've heard before that like, every, like, yeah, one side's masculine, one side's feminine and for different people, it's different. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. 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 What you feel. Um, but do you think we answered her question? I well, remember. I could mention a few more chakras that I sometimes oh, work yeah. with. One is um, what some people call the immune chakra, which is between the heart chakra and the throat chakra. It's at the oh. thymus area. Oh. And it's teal green. Oh. And this is an area where I tap when I do Akashic clearing. You can tap that area. Oh, to- yes. Yeah. She talks about that actually that's the eighth chakra which I don't know if she calls that one the soul star or if the soul star is the ninth one, but she said that taps into the thymus. Oh, okay. And there's like a line of light into the thymus and that holds, it expands and holds the Akashic records oh. and, and other things as well. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. it does work for um, just like it's like a rhythmic tapping that I do when I do Akashic clearing. And and also it's a place you can tune into to strengthen your immune energy. So you can imagine that area as this like bright, vibrant teal green and clear it, activate it to strengthen mm-hmm. immunity. Yeah, the thymus is really powerful. Yep. And then also um, the mouth of God chakra at the base of the spine. You ever work oh, with yeah. Or base of the, he- the, the skull, like, kind mm-hmm. of. Just above the neck in the back where the where your skull starts to poke out. That's um, a, it's a pink color. And hmm. uh, at least that's how I turn into it, like uh, kind of a bright pink. And this is a place where... Where um, where channelers receive channeled information is at the base of the skull. And it's really interesting because one time I was at the beach in Venice when I lived in Venice. And there was a man there who was swimming with dolphins because dolphins would sometimes just be swimming out there. And he said that he could hear the dolphins while he was swimming, but he heard them at the base of his skull wow that's amazing yeah he was just like tripping out about it so much that he just told me and ted while we were walking back (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) oh my god i love that i know great so that and then i think ear chakras i do think of those as magenta wheels of light at the ear which i feel like is also connected to the mouth of god chakra Mm. i don't think i've ever read that but it just seems like that yeah your chakras in the mouth of god that magenta pink color that makes sense. Um, <laughs> it's funny what we're talking about. That makes sense. <laughs> it does in our it world. It does. It really does. <laughs> well, yeah. And I guess just in conclusion, I'd say definitely trust your own information and explore more into that. Like, that'd be really cool to just like spend a little time with each one and ask it what it, you know, what's in there. How mm-hmm. it's blocked, if it's not blocked, what it needs, whatever. And this book, yeah. You should get it. I love it. I don't get anything for saying that, but um, it's like a Bible. It's so cool. And it's Cindy. Do you know Cindy Dale? I haven't met her personally, but I do know of her. Uh, that's what I meant. Do you oh, know of her? Yeah, I know of yeah, her. Yeah, I love her books. She has a lot of like this kind of like, um, what would you call this kind of book? Like 
reference. Um, yeah, like a lot of reference guides, like to the energetic system. Yeah, I have been intrigued by her, but I haven't read any of her books yet, so I would yeah. need to. Maybe they'll send you some since you have the same publisher. I can ask. Yeah, mm -hmm. North can ask. <laughs> yeah, you should tell them we mentioned. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I guess now, it, oh wait, do we do it now or do we do bookkeeping now? Nope, now it's time for... Now it's time <laughs> for <laughs> the energy report. I feel like that was a little off key. Anyway. <laughs> I think it was great, but you can do it again if you want. You're just being it's critical okay. today of yourself. I am I? I don't even feel that critical, but maybe I am. Just like aware, aware. Yeah, yeah, maybe self-conscious a little bit. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Um. Anyway, that's interesting that I we should say that because um the <laughs> what i'm noticing this week um yeah i don't feel i hope i don't sound offensive i don't feel self-conscious it feels more like being a witness of it almost like it's like oh that was off key <laughs> you know oh what I mean? yeah Instead yeah like neutrally like, noticing yeah yeah like hmm um, but it's funny that I said that was off key because I made up that song. So yeah, how could it be off key? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so in the energy report, I am. It's interesting to see that it kind of is continuing um, a pattern of people needing to clear out their space more just to kind of get back to to. Um, like base level neutral, you know, to be able to see things a little more clearly. Like energetically clear out or yeah. physically? Okay. Energetically. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe physically too, uh, psychologically, emotionally, you know, the mm -hmm. whole thing. And, um, I always give a lot, you know, you can always do the basic techniques that I use, which you can, I'll just give like one really good basic one, which I've said before, but the sticky, you can use a sticky rose. I lately like to use a sticky rainbow, even though it's gold, and just like like um, almost like a lint brush. Move it all up and down my aura, then move it outside my aura, blow it up, and then do another one outside it, and then breathe in gold light. So I just want to mention that again because that's a really nice one to do if you're just kind of feeling cloudy, not connected to your intuition. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say is... Um, I started looking at the, I started doing the inner bonding um, workbook because I just wanted to look at it and see like if this is something that I should recommend also because I always recommend inner bonding, which is a book about the inner child. Oh, and that's right. Caring okay. for your inner child. I must recommend this book three times a week. I mean, it's the. I will read it. Oh, it's really great. Okay. I mean, yeah, it has a lot of great, great techniques. And then the inner child workbook, which I started to do, um, not to pat myself on the back, but it's just kind of like, yes, 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 this is what I would tell everybody. And it gave some really good and um, more insight into what I was, I had said before, which is that when I noticed that when people start working with their inner child, they gain access to their intuition or to their own oh. information. Whereas before, if they might have been feeling like I just mentioned, um, cloudy or like, I don't know, I'm just in a funk. I've been hearing a lot of that from people, oh, okay. a lot of that. Um, and not really sure how to get out of the funk. Um, 
the inner, no communication with your inner child really helps with that. Yeah. And so what she said in the book, because I had noticed that like, wow, people are getting so much more information when I see them again after they had done inner child work. It's like, this is so awesome. Um, she had said that the, in this inner child workbook, that the inner child is connected to your soul. So yeah, if you're not, if you know, it makes sense. Like if you're communicating more with your soul, you'll start to be more in touch with your soul's purpose. You'll yeah. start to get clarity. You'll start to hear more because you're acknowledging it. You know, it was not being acknowledged before. It was just kind of like in the muck. Yeah. You know, so this communication, yeah, really opens things up. And I'm just really getting it opens up the crown chakra and those upper chakras too to bring in that information. I love that. And then also it seems like because of the creativity and playful aspect that then you can be tapped into like your divine purpose because that's the way that one of the ways that the universe alerts you to your divine purpose is what feels fun and what feels joyful. And if you're out of connection with your inner child, how do you even know what's going to bring you joy? Yeah. And the soul has that information of why mm-hmm. you came here what right when you say yeah. agree with that cause oh yeah Akashic records yeah uh, perspective and and I will say that connecting with your inner child isn't always fun in games I mean sometimes it is <laughs> sometimes I definitely get like oh she want or he wants to go run around on the sprinklers or go you know do cartwheels but a lot of times it's like they want to be fucking acknowledged, <laughs> you oh, know, like, yeah. hello, I'm here. And yes, this happened to me. Um, that's why I feel like the real, like, um, powerful combination is the mindful self-compassion workbook combined with inner child. Ooh, work. yeah. Because like to use that mindful self-compassion philosophy of, wow, I see you. I, you know, that's hard. That's sad. This happened to you. A lot of times it's like validation. This happened because the inner child often will get shoved away. You know, we'll, I'm talking about like if there was childhood trauma or even if just regular (laughs) workplace trauma, (laughs) whatever, like if you're not acknowledging her or them, um, uh, yeah, they they just need that validation. Yeah. And then you get that and you feel so much more empowered. So to be able to do it mindfully, like with compassion is a really powerful I bet powerful that would be thing. that you would do a good job of writing that workbook. Oh, thank Cause you. Because it does seem like there's a hole in the market and you're seeing it. Like how oh, powerful would that be? True. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I hadn't thought of it like that. Yeah, I was thinking about doing um guided meditations maybe. Because yeah. I've been really into doing that lately. Um, and, oh, the last thing I just want to say about that, because I had mentioned before the body, um, my body stuff, um, that one thing I actually started doing before this body stuff came up for me, and I don't think it's a coincidence, is that for some reason I was just led in the morning to just check in with myself neutrally, like, Oh, where am I feeling tension? Because I noticed even first thing in the morning, I was, I had tension in my jaw and in my hip, but they, those two are very connected for me, the hip and the jaw tension. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I was just doing like a body scan and kind of noticing it like, 
Oh, okay. Hello, Jolly. <laughs> Not trying to change it, yeah. but just being aware of it and putting awareness on it. So um, I would just want to also, I know I'm throwing a lot of ideas out there, but I would really recommend doing that if um, the inner child stuff doesn't feel right, or if you want to try both, like if you don't have time, it's a really nice way just in the morning to do just a quick body scan, like like, hello, head, how am I feeling there? Just go through your body. Where's their tension? And just saying hello to it is just a way to acknowledge it, like bring consciousness um, to yourself. Yeah. And I can see how they would be connected too, because like I sent, I sent Natasha this week, I sent her a picture of myself as a little girl in the bathtub. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I came across this baby picture. I was probably like three years old and I was just sitting in the bathtub next to my friend Holly. And I was just like so confident and happy in my body. And I just, it brought tears to my eyes because I was like, I could feel that way now. Like my body is still that worthy of just feeling so unselfconscious and like letting it be exactly. I mean, and I love my little three-year-old body being like round and soft yes. and healthy. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think I've mentioned this before that when I started doing this mindful self-compassion stuff, I noticed I was kind of keeping myself at a distance. Like it was like, okay, you can have love, but you know, not that much. Don't go crazy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I'm realizing, but like when I look at pictures of myself as a little girl, like there, I don't do that. I don't stop. I'm not like, okay, you can love her, but not that much, yeah. you know? So to love ourselves, it goes back to that inner child, like to give ourselves that love without, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Without, I want to say inhibition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, in, what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, we're still those kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I love doing, I love doing that with grown people too. Like people I know <laughs> or people I don't know, just yeah. remembering like this was a little baby. This was yeah. a cute little boy or little girl. And that to, when we get in the habit of doing that for other people, maybe it's easier to do it for ourselves too. Yeah. I think about that all the time with like older people, yeah, like 80 year old people. Like I imagine them as like teenagers or 20 year old babies. I think of yeah, them as babies, babies a lot with their parents just adoring them and taking such, such good care of them. And now they're these, they've had so much life experience. It's just mind boggling and beautiful. I know. It's really amazing. This life this life trip we're on. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me when I was little, I remember we used to have watch home movies sometimes and I loved myself as a bit, like I was like six watching myself as a baby and I would just be like, oh my God, I'm so cute. I know. I remember that too. Like you baby do? pictures and listening to, I didn't see home movies, but I heard myself like my mom would audio tape me or something. And- yeah. And look at pictures, and I just remember just thinking that too, like enjoying yeah. myself. Yes. And I remember it's funny because my sister's very loving to me now, but I remember at the time her being like, What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> like she didn't, she was like, That's you. Why are you <laughs> fawning over yourself? <laughs> I was like, I'm cute. <laughs> Uh, you have to send me baby. a baby picture. Oh, I will. I love my baby. I really do. I love my baby. I, I, I bet. Baby I can self. imagine you were probably <laughs> such a cute little girl and baby. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, yeah. So that's 
I guess in conclusion, it's just, oh, I know I was going to say just about the body scan. These are just all kind of like little ways that you can get back in touch with yourself to remove that fog. If you are in a funk or like a fog or something like that, just like little awareness, um, awarenesses, is that a word? To yourself, either energetically or physically really helps. So that was the energy report. Loved it. Okay, <laughs> so that's really helpful. So now it's time for practical magic. Okay, so it's the fall equinox today, Ooh. the day that this podcast comes out. So, so blessed Maven, everybody. This is. Oh, the first- I wanted. I oh, forgot to tell you that oh, I'm going what? to my first witch's circle Ooh. on Saturday, the Saturday before this podcast comes oh, out. Fun. The, a Maven. I don't even know what it is, what Maven is. So you'll have to tell us. Oh, yeah. So it's Fall Equinox. I have this little piece of this book called Maven um, Rituals, Recipes, and Lore for the Autumn Equinox. It's one of Llewellyn's oh. Sabbath Essentials. So I wanted to read the first paragraph. Okay. Is Mabin Fall Equinox? Yeah. It's just oh, okay. another name for it. Okay. Harvest festivals celebrated more than finished work for the season. They celebrated the capacity to survive the winter. The best known of these harvest festivals was the Eleusinian Mysteries, a week-long celebration in ancient Greece that fell close to the autumn equinox. Mabin is a modern addition to these celebrations of harvest, sacrifice, and survival. While Wiccans often think of Mabin as pagan Thanksgiving, those who recognize the dying god myths inherent to the holiday may also acknowledge it as a sort of pagan Easter. Mabin gives thanks not just for our food, but for the sacrifices necessary for us to survive. Cool. Yeah, and the, I liked the mention of the Ellicinian Mysteries. Do you know much about no. them? I, I love – I have read about them extensively and still don't really have a very clear idea of what they are because they really are a mystery. But it yeah. was something like in ancient Greece, people – it was like Burning Man for ancient Greece. Like people would come from so far to do this these mysteries and they really – nobody would ever say what really took place. Oh, like wow. So we don't know. We still don't know. But there are a lot of guests. And some that to me seem true, in my mind, this seems very likely, was that um, hallucinogens were involved. Because something that people say, they went into a cave. It's connected to the Demeter and Persephone myth and also the god Dionysus. And um, there are not accounts of what actually happens when you go through the mystery, but there are accounts of what happens after and lots of people, I mean, many famous ancient Greek figures went through it and they, people did say like, I'm not afraid of death anymore. <laughs> like after wow. they went there. Yeah. And so I they, feel. People do say that about hallucinogens sometimes yeah. after they take them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like it was some kind of, it, it's, it's connected to Dionysus too. Like maybe mm. Dionysus being the sacred child of Persephone and Hades mm. and, um, and so then the harvest and the grapes becoming wine and I don't know. So, and, and wine also in ancient Greece was perhaps hallucinogenic. It might not have been oh, wine as we know it now. Interesting. I know. It's so it's I just love the whole Ellicinian mystery thing. But mm. um but so today 
You could do a celebration, just a really simple, maybe wine, maybe champagne, maybe beer or mead or sparkling grape juice or sparkling cider. And um, you could roast some nuts or just eat some nuts, but just like mindfully considering the abundance of the earth and also that sacrifice, like that these were grapes. This was came from a grapevine. And now these grapes have transformed into sparkling grape juice or wine. And then now you're consuming them and everything is transforming and transmuting as you, as you consume these sacred foods and beverages. I love it. Yeah. So just like a meditation with delicious, like simple, delicious food and beverage Mm -hmm. and, um, Oh, and this is the day that we enter into Libra season. Oh, okay. So it's not only the times at Equinox when days and nights are of roughly equal length, so we can tune into the magic of balance of the sun and the moon and mm. the night and the day, masculine and feminine, but also um, the sign of balance, Libra. Yeah. Symbolized by the scales. That's fun. And yeah, I'm a so, Libra moon, so. Oh, yeah. And. There's going to be the Libra new moon on oh, yeah. Friday. So that's oh, another okay. thing this week. is, Or oh, no, cool. sorry, Saturday. Saturday is the new moon. What is your time. rising again? Capricorn. Oh, my, right. my moon is Sagittarius. My rising is Capricorn. Oh, right. So yeah, Libra moon, um, Libra new moon at 2.26 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. On Saturday? Okay. Mm-hmm. Saturday the 28th. So this week after the equinox, after you celebrate, and you can think of balance too, entering mm-hmm. into Libra season as you have your mindful, meditative enjoyment of food, then you can, um, the rest of the week as the moon continues to wane, really think about relaxing. This is, I think, just this message came up when I did my card reading for the full moon. Mm. Last week is this balance, because we're entering in the Northern Hemisphere, we're entering into fall and then winter. So it, it like transitioning into less activity and letting mm-hmm. yourself, that's going to help with the balance is letting there be space around things. So in any way, and all this clutter clearing we've been doing, mm-hmm. energy clearing, kind of like relaxing from that too and Mm -hmm. reaping the benefits of all that space that we've been creating Mm -hmm. i like that i'm excited for fall and winter me too i really love it i know some people have had a hard time letting go of summer but i'm i'm ready I mean, I like this. I love it. I like the slowish. It feels like fall today here, but then it's going to be in the 80s for all week again. But Mm, that's okay. Hmm? This is the month when it sputters. Yeah, exactly. Between summer and fall. So, yeah, that's that is the practical magic for this week. Great. I'm excited. I'll have to tell you how my first witches maiden. Which circle is? Yeah, let me know. That's exciting. I wonder if you know this person because she's from Los Angeles, actually, and she moved mm-hmm. to Asheville. I'll have to tell you later. Okay. Um. Anywho, okay, so should we do our housekeeping, which is yes. if you want to sign up for our monthly newsletter, which I guess should go out in two weeks, maybe? We sent I think one out. I have it on my calendar for the 3rd of October, maybe? Oh, okay. So I think Is that the first Thursday in October? Yes. Yeah. Is that two weeks? Anyway, 
if you want to sign up for that, it is uh, just, oh, wait, we go to TessWhitehurst.com mm-hmm. and, and click on Magic Monday at the top. Okay. And we're actually talking about getting our own website soon, so that'll mm-hmm. be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So you can sign up for our newsletter there. You can follow us on Instagram, Magic Monday Podcast. You can send us questions. Um at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. You can find me. That's all the places they can find us, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can sign up for my newsletter there. As I said, you get a free, um, chakra clearing meditation when you do that. And also I send out a newsletter like once a month. And you can find me at, oh, you can also book a reading with me there and um you can find me at instagram at high slate healing and where can i find you and you can find me at testwhitehurst.com on instagram at test four 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 yeah four fours and (laughs) (laughs) on twitter at test whitehurst on facebook at test whitehurst author on youtube at test whitehurst and we would love for you to oh, write us a review on, really um, yeah, on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. It yeah, really we, helps us. Yeah, it really does. We really appreciate it. We've gotten a lot. I keep forgetting to tell you. We have a lot of nice comments on Podbean. Oh, okay. So I'll you can look at those. Um, but especially on Apple. It's actually called Apple Oh, Apple Podcasts. iTunes yeah. anymore. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Especially on there if we um, – we have a lot of rating and reviews, which we are so grateful for. Um, seriously, very grateful. Um, but that helps, I guess, the more we have there, the more they promote it or something, or the higher up in the rank it shows, or I don't know. Yeah, and we're really excited about growing the podcast because it brings yeah. us so much joy to yes. spread the love. Spread the good news. <laughs> the good news <laughs> of magic and energy healing. <laughs> All righty. So now we're going to pick a card for everybody. (laughs) You forgot. (laughs) Well, yeah, I kind of forgot that was the next segment. That's funny. Um, I think you may have left some of your energy in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have not had time yet to draw it back or to just even think about. I haven't like integrated that thinking about that. Although I did today when I was meditating, I thought of you and I use the sticky rose on my grounding cord. Oh, so oh good. Did, did you say hello to present time and your where city you're in in your grounding cord? No, but that's a good idea. I'll do that. Not to tell you what to do, but I find that really no, helpful when I travel, like to do it when I'm there and then when I get back. Oh, like yeah. Like, no, you can always Asheville. tell me what okay. to do when it comes to energy. I put my grounding cord down. I go, hello, Asheville. <laughs> awesome. I'm totally really doing do that. that. That would be fun, though. I mean, I do say hello to Asheville. I did. I, that reminds me that when I was doing, going through my transformation, when I was, like, getting co- more comfortable traveling and promoting or presenting, I was thinking of the Rolling Stones and how generous oh, yeah. of performers they are and how oh, they just, yeah. like, brought, fully brought themselves to, like, after just touring for, like, what like half of a century i mean i do think that's probably where mick jagger gets his life force i feel like if he He didn't oh yeah i think that might fall apart um but i I, I feel like oh sorry yeah 
No, no, what you? I was just gonna say, I feel like I actually witnessed that. Like when the, he yeah. first came out, I felt like he was a little, <laughs> like a little bit more wobbly, and then yeah. right away it was just like, whoa, Mick Jagger has arrived in the room. Yeah. Um, I heard him one time say that he gets more nervous singing for like a small group than he does for oh. a whole stadium, which makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. I think he was talking about one time he was singing in a park, like he was going through the parking lot to the stadium and there were people already there and they, and he like did a little song for them and he got really nervous and oh, it was just like 10 people. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you didn't have all that energy, but I bet he does it consciously too. Cause those guys they're they've been really into magic and occult, oh. the occult throughout the years. And I read a oh, thing yeah. about how Keith Richards has a rain stick that oh. he like keeps the rain away from the concerts <laughs> before every show. That's so funny. <laughs> I know there's, I guess does. it doesn't work every single time, but he's yeah. like, it's not infallible, but it does help. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's pick a card okay. for the week. Okay. I got Truth Be Told, and it was reversed. Oh, I'm picking from the Wisdom of the Oracle deck by Colette okay. Baron Reed, which I haven't used in a while. Okay. I felt like it was kind of stuck, like had old energy on it, and I, um, I did a new thing where I just put one of my quartz crystals on it, and I really, like, intended to have it move out the old energy, and I really think it worked. Oh, I bet. Okay, okay. Wisdom of the Oracle. What was the card called? It's called Truth Be Told, okay. and it was reversed. So oh. it's the protection message, and it says, where are you being dishonest with yourself or others? If you're unhappy in any area of your life, look for signs of denial. This can also pertain to others being misleading or withholding or acting from hidden agendas. Now is the time to say no to dishonesty in all forms. Ask for the truth. Even if you don't like what you hear, acknowledging it will be key to a beautiful new future where you no longer excuse me, labor under the heavy burdens that deceit and denial impose on you. Set yourself free. Nothing less than the truth is required now. That's really interesting because I actually think this relates to the energy report in terms of some of why people are getting a little stuck. Oh. They There's some denial about not necessarily they're lying, but they don't want to look at what's oh, going yeah. on a little bit. Like shadow you know? work, like we we're talking about last yes, week. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like shadow work. Yeah. So I think this is like just having, if you can do it from a mindful, I have actually said this about this this week, that if you can... Do it from a mindful, loving place like, oh, okay, there's sadness here, you know, and witnessing or, oh, there's anger here. Um, then you can move it and see it a little bit. Yeah. You have more power. Like, it doesn't feel scary to face it. Yeah. Cool. And you can yeah. say, too, I was thinking that I, I like with intuition to do the, if I knew, what would it be? Like, mm -hmm. if I'm tuning into my intuition, and I feel like that came to me while you were talking that. If you're like, yeah. what is my truth? I don't know. Well, if I did know, what would it be? You know, to mm -hmm. kind of bypass the logical yes. part of our mind and connect with our deeper knowing. Yeah. And sometimes, like I said, there's resistance. So, because you don't want to see it. Yeah. And it's all just a process. And we all exactly. have that happen. We all have shadow work. We all oh, have yes. things that we finally admit to ourselves. Yes. Yeah. 
And so like, if we can just kind of let it all be interesting and let it be a process and have love for ourselves, it's not like the metaphysical spiritual path isn't about perfection. It's not about like, oh, I'm such a good spiritual person. (laughs) You know, it's, it's not, it's about, um, continually showing up and breathing and letting yourself feel your feelings and Mm -hmm. look deeply into yourself and yeah, or even taking a break from it, being like, you know what, I don't want to look at this right now. But if you do it with awareness, I think that's the huge difference. Yeah, you know? like, like sometimes I, mm-hmm. I remember I was like feeling really overworked. Maybe I was writing, finishing a book and just doing a bunch of metaphysical new agey things. And then mm-hmm. and then I, Ted and I were trying to figure out what to do on the weekend to relax. And I was like, finally, like the mall. I just wanted to do something so what? not spiritual, the mall. Oh, the mall. <laughs> Let's go to the mall because That's it's hilarious. not, it's so not me trying to be a good spiritual like it's not yeah. going in nature it's not going to a museum yeah. not learning anything i'm just gonna get a cookie you know yeah. or whatever. i was gonna say go to auntie Anne's and get a pretzel <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally go to spencer's and look at the t-shirts mm-hmm. um okay so shall i talk about my card now yeah you should i was gonna say something and i can't remember what it was so yeah go ahead if okay well if it pops into your head yeah. you can say it later so i drew water flight this is from huh. the um the oracle of the mermaids by lucy cavendish it's kind of a new deck pretty new deck to me and it says heaviness lifts burdens are cast away weightlessness which i think is so neat Mm. for entering so far this is all i know about the card so far but entering into libra season because it's an air sign and like letting casting that burden like we're talking about feeling kind of fuzzy or doing shadow work and getting it seems like connecting to discovering our truth will be like a lifting of stuckness yeah so it says the mermaids sing when when one of we sea beings lies upon the shore unable to return for hours to the sea just above the tide line led there by sonar and other human follies we die not so much from the dryness of the air, but from the weight of the world of the air. Mm. You see, in the world of water, we are light. We weigh less. The water holds us, suspends us. In the world of air, we are left to fall to the ground to remain heavier, and the weight of our own bodies, organs, blood, and bones slowly crushes us. Similarly, if you humans live too much in the world of air without the weightlessness and suspension, the support and the buoyancy of water, you can be crushed way down until you barely breathe anymore. You live so much in the world of air in terms of intellect, too. The thought world dominates humans, and you neglect the feeling world, which can sustain, uplift, and support you, allowing you in the realm of emotional imagination to do what your head says cannot be done, to take flight, to create story, to feel the depth and possibility of your lives, and to wonder. This world of air often crushes the life out of the dreams of water. Do not let this happen to you. So when the card is reversed, um, it says, which it was, I drew it reversed, refusing to engage with the world of water, staying dry and safe and suffering for it, feeling as if you are trapped within the weight of your own body, not feeling like yourself and your physicality are one. It almost feels like a prison. There is an alternate meaning for the reversed card. It is possible that there's too much emphasis on feeling and not enough air, that weightlessness has become the only way, and that you need to understand how strong you are by thinking and exercising your intellect. Was there's this an- reversed? Yeah. 
Oh, because I did draw it reverse. And okay. so it says there is a need for you to create balance and lightness within your body. Allow mm. this to take place by factoring in watery exercise, communion with emotions and expression of what moves you. Allow this to take place and what seems to be stuck and immovable may be released. You are worthy of the freedom of lightness. You mm. too can experience the weightless relief of the world of water as do the merfolk and the sea creatures who you may have evolved from. Go back and feel the relief of the habitat that supports you. Hmm. So, so similar again, being looking seems like shadow work and mm. and balance, still more balance because that's yeah. the message of the equinox. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got a little lost in in those words. But sometimes, <laughs> yeah, the mermaid oracle. I feel like they're a little bit. Um, a little bit fuzzy sometimes. Yeah. So basically, you're saying balance and lightness, isn't that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, there lightness? is a, there is a little bit more, but it's just so long. Yeah, it's yeah. like it looks like freedom to feel, express. The oh feelings. right, feeling this your will, feelings. Yeah, oh, this okay. will release and let go of some of the weight you have been feeling, and that may have actually manifested and physicalized in more weight on your body, okay. a sense of discomfort when moving, less flexibility, and a feeling of being clumsy at times. It's like <laughs> letting your emotion come in and. Okay, so this is kind of, this is similar to what we were saying about the truth card too, like feeling the feelings that you may have been denying yourself, feeling your way through it instead of getting in your head. Yeah, and I feel like that it does, I mean, I picked the Oracle of the Mermaids because the fall season is connected to the West and the element of water. Mm. It's like the sunset in the west and Mm -hmm. the just the ocean energy so um i do feel like there does seem to be a bit of a message of like for both of the cards that we drew that it might not be totally clear at first but Mm. don't be unsettled by that like just be Mm -hmm. willing to be open to whatever is there without Mm -hmm. needing to necessarily label it right away like oh i feel depressed because of this like right but just kind of feel where you are and feel your way through it instead of thinking yeah and always conscious breath helps me Mm -hmm. do that to like Mm -hmm. move energy and then you can it's like once you move through it, I feel like once we move through it and get clear on our feelings and establish balance, we will have clarity. It's just like yeah. we don't need to have it like right away. Like yeah. Maybe just let yourself be in the wisdom of not knowing, but in the present moment with whatever is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. More awareness. The key word is awareness this week. Just mm-hmm. be aware in the present. Yeah, and I think set the intention to establish balance, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening again. We thank you. It. See you next time. Bye. I walked up to him and he just kept looking me in the eye while eating the grass. He wasn't intimidated at all.